This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Visit betterhelp.com slash Padilla because sometimes existing is exhausting. My name's Anthony Padilla and I spent a day with Rambo. We'll uncover the truth about why he's kept his face hidden and the severe discomfort that he pushed through in order to reveal his eyes for the first time earlier this month. And we'll also hear some intense stories about what forced him to grow up so quickly. By the end of this video, we'll find out if entertaining millions of followers while remaining completely anonymous has been entirely gratifying, or if amassing one of the most engaged fan bases on the internet has come with struggles more cruel than anyone could ever fully imagine. Hello, Rambo! I just had you on here seven months ago. You turned 18 and you graduated. And then you also had a billboard in oh, Times man. Square. That's still the coolest thing I think that has ever happened. Did you get to see it in person? I did not get to see it in person, sadly, but I saw like everyone else that like got to see it and people actually yeah. like drove to see it. I was just like, oh dang, maybe I do have a little bit more of an impact than I think. Anyone who's not familiar with who you are that's mm -hmm. watching this is probably like, What's up with the face yeah, mask and yeah. sunglasses inside? Basically, I just like uh, just don't really like using the camera all the time. So then I also don't like showing my face out there. So that's why I like keep it hidden. You've never shown your face online in content that you've created. No, no. It's mainly actually because um, I remember the first time that I like tried to make an IRL video and I actually wasn't wearing the mask and glasses. And then I realized like when I was editing, it was, I cannot stand like looking at this. Whenever I like see my face for like long periods of time, I have a very warped perception of it to the point where it, like whenever I see it, it causes me like anxiety and panic sometimes, mm. especially when like I try to understand that other people may be perceiving it in certain ways as well. Have you always felt this kind of facial dysmorphia or um, is it something you developed? I mean, it's kind of something that I've always felt, but then it became very heightened, of course, with like the whole like becoming like a public figure. But then I found like the solution is just wear the mask and glasses. You did just do an eye review yeah, the yeah. other day. Yeah, I did. You revealed yeah. your eyes to the internet for the first time. <sighs> I will see you guys then. How did that all happen? Basically, at the beginning of my stream, like when I pressed the go live button, I was just like, it's the one year of National Rambu Day. Your own holiday. And wanting to do an eye reveal for a little bit. In the last like 15 minutes was when I was decided like, okay, this is what's happening. So I like tried to like steer the conversation so that my friends would leave. Basically. You wanted them to go so yeah, you could you reveal can even, your you eyes to the world. see me in the stream when one of them's coming back, me just going. Leave me alone. I'm trying to have an intimate moment yeah, with hundreds like, of thousands like, of people. Yeah, and then I did it and then I just turned off my phone and then just like kind of just like sat there and like just like sitting and contemplating. But here you are, you showed up today without your glasses on. Yeah. Is that how comfortable you're starting to get? Yeah, I never really wore my glasses out in public like anyway. It was just mainly on like the internet because I know that most people are very respectful and they won't try to like take a photo from a phone. Right. I, I'm able to comfortably walk around and just without the glasses and I have been able to do that for a while, thankfully. Did your friends come in and congratulate you or yeah. like were they yeah. proud of you? That's the main reason why I came here was because I didn't want to be alone during it because I know that if I were, was alone during it, then I might have gone into like the rabbit hole of like searching up like the negative things. And having something like that critiqued and something yeah. that I already critiqued myself mm. because of it is just like not really something that I wanted to have to necessarily deal with all the times. So. Did you start to see yourself through the lens of what comments might say. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And then especially like when you like look in the mirror for too long and then like stuff starts becoming warped and everything. Mm. It just doesn't, just not a good time in general. I am, again, thankfully getting help for it. It's definitely good that I'm 
aware of kind of what I have to do. So when you say you're getting help, does that mean that you're like talking with a therapist about your insecurities? Yeah, I'm talking with a therapist about it, talking with like other content creators as well that have gone through like the same thing. Do you plan to do more streams without your glasses and reveal your eyes more. Before I did like an eye reveal stream, I was like terrified to move in the wrong angle. Oh really? Because like, someone might see your eye through the side of your glasses? Yeah, no, during like my first actual face game stream, I remember like I stayed in like one position the <laughs> yeah, whole time. Like, Hi, I'm a gamer. Like, and then I turned off my camera to turn. And that's part of the reason why I was able to do the eye reveal was because I've been like getting that help, which has been good. And is that with the hopes of revealing your face someday? I think part of me, you know, like like wants to reveal my face just to kind of reveal my face. But also part of me knows that like, I don't really have to. It's more becoming part of like the brand, you know, the character. Yeah. You made a promise that you would do a full face reveal at 5 million oh, subscribers. Man. Yeah. And you're like, you're almost Maybe. at four now. Maybe, honestly. I mean, you never know, like, unless it reaches it like really, really fast. Do you feel pressured to do a face reveal because you promised? I know that if I do hit 5 million, I'm still not ready. I can probably just make a video saying like, hey, this is where I'm at with everything. And that's just another like great thing about the fan base is that they just completely understand it. How long ago did you start making content? A year and two months ago. Was that the very first video you ever uploaded to the internet? I don't really count like my start of making content as like on the first day of my video upload. I, I count it as like the first day of like things actually like starting me becoming serious about it. I just had like a um, an old channel. And, Wait, um, how old were you? Oh, I don't know. I think it was like 12, 13-ish. What was that content like? Random Minecraft stuff pretty much. I can't actually pull them up. Nice! I actually have a stream here. How many people were you, were you streaming to at the time? Oh, I think like two. <laughs> And what are you streaming to now? My maximum ever has been almost like 300,000, I think. Okay, let's see what your life was like when all you right, had two. Right. We should be live. Okay, so, hello. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna be just like playing with viewers, pretty much anyone really. So yeah, so I'm just gonna be streaming and everything. <laughs> <laughs> just a lot of like going in circles. I have, no. I have not changed at all with my stream <laughs> intros. So then when I uploaded that first video, you know, nothing happened from it, of course. The main thing that like gave me like that like really, really big drive was I started to DM different content creators on Instagram. I DM'd like uh, Dream, I DM'd George, I DM'd like Tommy, I DM'd Tubbo. All your peers now. I DM'd like Phil as well. And then yeah. Phil was actually the one that that responded. He was just like, I'm not one for a critique, but it looks like you're having fun, so keep at it. Because the video was like getting no views, I yeah. could actually see exactly when his view was and how, <laughs> and how long he watched. How I was long like, did he okay. watch? He watched like 60% of the video. And I was Whoa, like, you know what, that's good. That's a lot. That kind of gave me like the boost. I was just like, I'm gonna continue to do this. Like I'm, wow. I got Phil. TikTok is like really, really easy to get views on for some reason. And then I uploaded the first TikTok. It started to do like pretty well. And then I uploaded the second TikTok, which was just like a clip. And then that started to do really, really well. 50,000 views, I was just like, this is crazy. And then I got like followers for the first time. And then people would go over to my YouTube and start to subscribe to that. That's the moment that kind of started it all and you had not taken a break except four days since Yes, then. that is the moment that I was just like, all right, it's either I go all in on this and have, and like maybe risk just nothing happening and just me wasting my time, or I get something really, really cool out of this. I remember that I was like 100 viewers for the first time. Literally all the streams were just me going, oh my God. There's so many people <laughs> so watching many people me right now. Puns, actually, another member of the Dream SMP. He was looking for someone to raid, and then some people in his chat were just like, oh, you should raid like this Rainbow guy. Rainbow? Who's that? Oh, I'm raiding, Hello, I'm raiding. Puns. And then he said, if he fails the street speed bridge, I'll raid him. And then I immediately fell off as soon as he <laughs> did that. 
So then I actually got the raid and everything, which was like, I think like 5,000 viewers. He's raiding me? Go. <laughs> okay. Yes, I'm raiding him. Puns raid. Spam puns raid. Guys, hit the oh follow button. Gosh. So you went from 100 viewers to 5,100 viewers. Pretty much just like having like a 3,000 viewer average on that one stream. That Did was... you have your view count on at the time? Yes, I had my view count on the time and I was like, yeah, because you did not stop like, looking at it. Like, oh my god, it's so many people. After that, I was just like, okay, I'm gonna just continue doing my Minecraft content and maybe put out a video every once in a while. But really focused on streaming. But really focused on streaming, because I was like, the dream SMP was the goal. If I could get into that, then sky's the limit. So I made a tweet, which then I turned into a TikTok about reasons why I should join the Dream SMP. And then that TikTok that I made from that tweet actually Dream commented on it himself and said, let's do a PVP battle. If you win, I'll let you on. Why did he even bother looking at the TikTok? I don't know. I just, I guess I just came up on his For You page or something. It was, it was the craziest thing. He actually added me on Discord as well after that, which was just like, okay, this is actually happens. And, and then, within a couple of months, you were right there alongside these people you were just a fan of yeah. before. So then I went live and all that. And then I started to do a bit on my stream where I was going to run for the president of Lemanberg on the Dream SMP. You did a bit that you're going to run mm. for president of something that you that I was were not, not even of. allowed to be part of. Yeah, that I was not allowed <laughs> to be part of. Because I just thought, hey, this could be a funny bit that I could do for a yeah. while. Midway through when I was doing this bit, Fundy and Phil had both just stopped a Dream SMP stream. And they raided me at the same time with a total, I think, of like 30,000 viewers. And one of those people that were watching them was Dream. So then I look over on my second monitor to my Discord, and I see a DM from Dream when I'm doing this bit. Uh -huh. And then he asked me, like, what's your IGN? And then as soon as he said that, I, was, I, I just knew, like, oh, this is happening today. Okay. Oh, there we go. It worked. I am here. I am here now. Dream is intimidating. <laughs> this is, I'm scared. As soon as I ended the stream, I just went to my parents, and I was just... <laughs> like, in a, in a yeah, trance? Almost. I was, <laughs> I was like, okay. I think I have to cut down on some school stuff because this might actually be my career. Were you doing any work at that time or was it just no, school? No, it was actually, I applied for, I think six different jobs during that summer Yeah, and none of them hired me. Where did you apply? I applied at a Taco Bell. <laughs> I applied at like a local grocery store, another Taco Bell. I really wanted to work at Taco Bell for some reason. Uh, yeah, those yeah. chalupas maybe at half price. Oh, I'll take I, one. I know, the discount. No one hired me, and I'm so glad that they didn't, because I wouldn't have had enough time to actually do anything. It's funny because a lot of people might feel defeated because they applied and were yeah. ignored at six different places. But sometimes it's those defeats that lead to something like, like what you're doing now. Yeah. You, would, you would not be here if you had those jobs. Because yeah. I really couldn't get a job anywhere, this was kind of just like, okay, this is my last sort of option. There was a Twitch leak revealing mm -hmm. the top streamer earnings, and you were one of the highest paid streamers on Twitch, number 16. How has your life changed most financially from where you were before you started streaming? I've always been raised with a like conserving view for sure. Of money. I think that's really, really helped me kind of keep a level head when it comes to like my first like Twitch, actual Twitch payout. Yeah. For me just like completely just blowing it all. I've been able to like help them out financially, especially because like they they were like so supportive. Imagine your, your child, right, going, okay, here's a job that may not work out that would require me to not do school. It's called block game. It's called playing Minecraft in front of people. <laughs> if they had not 
been like really, really supportive, I don't think I would have been able to ever reach where I am now. And I've been able to help them using the stuff that I make from playing that block game, yeah. which is, again, I have a hard time wrapping my mind around it even today. I grew up really financially insecure. I have images in my head of my mom, you know, counting the bills and, and you know, entering into a calculator the amount uh, that we would be able to afford on groceries if she you know, took certain things off her list or added certain things. I feel like that really instilled in me this kind of fear of not being financially secure, like wanting to always make sure that I was earning more and more to make sure that I would never have to worry about those struggles that I dealt with as a kid, mm. which I think has caused me in, in many ways to want to conserve my money too much to the point where I'm like, I don't oh, yeah. want to spend yeah. any money on myself at all. Yeah, I still have a hard time like spending money on like things that are like not for content. I remember like we were we were shopping, there was like this shirt, I was just like, oh, this shirt's really, really cool. And it was like a hundred dollars. Yeah. I just went, oh, okay, maybe not. That is a ridiculous price for a it shirt. It is a lot for a shirt. But many people, when they reach a position like you, don't think twice about Oh yeah, something. no, I've been around people that like don't think twice about like spending like a, a ton of money on these yeah. things. But it's not really for me, if that makes sense. Do you feel like you were forced to grow up quickly with so many eyes watching your every single moment and judging your every move? Sometimes if you just take a step back and realize maybe I shouldn't be caring about this as much as I do, <laughs> then you'll actually be like a lot happier on the internet. Because right. I remember that I used to care about a lot of things on the internet. Oh, really? Like you would like, nitpick about the way people said stuff? Yeah, and about the way that like I did stuff based oh. on like other people's like opinions of me. And I just realized that like people doing something on the internet won't affect me as much in real life as it actually uh, will. I've started to kind of look at the internet kind of in the way that I used to when I first started making content mm -hmm. where it was like a playground to, to have fun and yeah. to entertain and be entertained. Yeah. But I feel like progressively it's like this place that's more real than real life mm -hmm. and where you're exposed to all the horrible things on this planet. I feel like I became so focused on the negatives in the world mm -hmm. that the internet became a negative place for me. Yeah. And recently I've been like, oh wait, I can have fun here. I can just, I can yeah. choose what to focus my energy on. I've had so many streams when I was like really, really caring about it where just one chat message would fly by and it would just ruin the rest of the stream for me. <laughs> Even though there's thousands of other really, really good ones, yeah. that one yeah. will always like stick in your mind. It's definitely a lot to take in, especially when you're like 17 and 18. Sometimes when you don't do anything wrong, mm -hmm. what happens is they put you up on a pedestal. Essentially. Then you're this perfect. That because like, I remember that, of what that a perfect happened, person is. which then just made me really uncomfortable oh. and then even put more pressure on me. I was struggling with, I have to do everything perfectly. I have to always appease everyone. Mm. When I just realized that there just sometimes there's just not gonna be people that will ever be happy with what you do or ever be happy with what you make. Do you ever feel like your self-worth is attached to your numbers and your growth? Yes, absolutely. For like those 200 days, how like happy I was directly was correlated on how many viewers I got that stream. Did you like have your like, view count up and you were looking I, my down view, at it? My view count was up. I was consistently checking it. I was consistently checking like subscriber count. I had my YouTube subscriber yeah. count. My like Twitter follower count. Yeah. I had my Twitch follower count all up. And then I realized that that was like way too much all at once. When I got to the UK and I started to realize like, oh, stuff might be going down a little bit. Oh. I turned off everything. I just thought that when the view count goes down, that means that I'm doing something wrong. It's but. interesting because how good you feel 
mm. based on the number rising mm. is exactly how bad you'll feel when the number drops. Exactly. So you yeah. almost have to desensitize yourself to the growth or fall completely. You should care about how it does. Obviously, if it does sure. bad, then you should try to improve, but you right. shouldn't care so much to the point where you think that you are a worse content creator or worse right. person because of that number going down. Do you get to walk around the streets without a disguise on at all? Before we continue learning about the world of Ranboo, I'd like to give a quick shout out to some previous episodes that you may find entertaining, such as Tubbo, Corpse, Dream, Carl, and I also have an upcoming episode with, should I spoil it? Should, okay, I'll spoil it. It's, Mm, Wilbur Swift. But mm. I'd also like to thank HBO Max for sponsoring this episode. Yeah! HBO Max has kept my queue of things to stream stocked all year with too much amazing content and they keep adding more stuff that I want to watch and I'm like, well, hold on, stop adding so much good stuff. I already can't keep up. I'm already excited about Dune and Succession Season 3 and Insecure Season 5 and Curb Season 11. I'm like, God damn it, give me a break, please. Don't miss out on taking your entertainment game. Their words tantalizingly trickled through their teeth, leaving me bereft of my mortal coil. And HBO Max is a streaming home of over 13,000 hours of addictive series, blockbuster movies, and exclusive originals. Start streaming on your favorite devices today. Sign up at hbom.ax slash spentadaydec. Mmm, that code rolls off the tongue. And that's not just a gift for you, that's also some support for this series, so thank you. I'd also like to thank BetterHelp for their continued partnership. If you've been keeping up with this series for any amount of time, you know that therapy has been really helpful in shaping who I am today by allowing me to have empathy for my younger self and therefore understand my current self better. But therapy can be customized to whatever's right for you and can be useful in providing tools to help with motivation or feelings of depression, anxiety, stress, insecurity, or whatever else you might need. BetterHelp has been continuing to improve throughout the years and screens all therapists to ensure that they have experience and are certified and licensed and provides customized therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone or speak over the phone if that's not something that you're comfortable with. As I'm sure many of you have found out by now, therapy can be expensive and the price of finding a therapist that you like and actually connect with can be daunting which is why BetterHelp offers a more affordable alternative to in-person therapy where you can start communicating with your therapist in less than 48 hours. So thank you to BetterHelp who are giving us a day with viewers and listeners 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash Padilla. That's betterhelp.com slash Padilla. Now back to the world of Rambo. Do you get to walk around the streets without a disguise on at all? Usually I always kind of just wear the mask, not only because, well, COVID as well. True, like, it exists. But then I also just wear the mask always just in case. Do you think that you would have worn a mask if you started creating content before the pandemic, but like before masks were normalized in the US? Yes. You think that you would I have think, a mask I think though? I probably would have. It was actually, it probably would have actually been a box head instead. Yeah, I ran a poll on Twitter and I was like, mask and glasses or box head? And I'm so glad that they chose the mask and glasses because <laughs> I do not know how I would have been able to do it. Box head would have been hell. I actually got one from uh, from Crumb. Yeah. When I, when I did like a pancake stream with her and I wore it the whole time and I was just like, hi, ooh. Watch, watch, watch. Hi. Hi. Yeah,
I'm so glad that I did not choose the box. Do you get recognized a lot considering you are so recognizable? Um, when it's just me on the street, I really only got recognized like a couple of times when I was in the UK. Someone came up to me and they just said, oh, are you like Rambo? I'm like, oh, yes. You're like the first person to ever recognize <laughs> me without without someone else. You know you're watching Numero Uno. Mm -hmm. Have you dealt right. with anyone recognizing you when your glasses are off? Yes, it was actually like the first time I got recognized, it was with the glasses off. So they were just like, do you want to put on glasses? And just, oh, they actually yep. recommended that you put them on. Yeah, I just said, oh, I have my glasses. Don't worry. And yeah. I just put them on because they're just all really respectful, which is Yeah. Cool. Is it tempting to reveal more and more personal information? Just because I feel like people mm -hmm. want it so much. You're like, ooh, they love when I give a little bit of personal I'm, No, is I'm all tempting? right. No. It's no. not tempting at all. I'd rather keep it, you know, private, mm. keep it secret. And everything. How do you make a decision on what's worth uh, sharing and what's more worth mm. keeping to yourself? If someone else, like, either has the same thing or is going through the same thing, then seeing someone that you watch, that you find entertainment, that you find comfort in, also having or doing that same thing can really help sometimes and make you feel more, like, normal. To stream almost 150 hours a month. Did you experience any burnout with that? Yes and no. I would lock myself in my room for like 10 hours a day, uh -huh. pretty much just strategizing and thinking about the next thing to do. And I would do that every single day. So even if I had like 150 stream hours, I think like my total work hours a month would be like closer to like 300. And it took me not doing that for a day when I went to the UK to realize I was really burnt Wait, just out. one day break from it? Not checking everything and not like analyzing absolutely everything all the time was enough for me to say that really was not healthy. And I was like essentially forcing myself to do it. I know like when, when I first got the opportunity to, to to like do stuff on, on YouTube. I, I uploaded something and it started taking off. I was, I started to feel guilty. Like if I pass up this opportunity yeah. that is so rare, then I would I would be a fool, you know? I, I have yeah. to go full throttle, nonstop. I was obsessively looking for those opportunities because it all came so fast for me. So I was so worried that it would leave so much faster. What's next for Rambu? I'm actually thinking about uploading on YouTube more than once every 90 days. Oh, yeah. even in our last interview, you shouted out people to go uh, yeah. check out your channel. I think you've only uploaded channel. two, two uploaded videos in the two past time seven since months. Then. <laughs> yeah. My big, big project that I'm working on is a- Big project! Uh, yeah, it's my analog horror series called um, Generation Loss. Analog horror is essentially, you know, like those like creepy VHS tape videos. It's meant to be a fake VHS tape that has like creepy images, like stuff like pops up and everything. It's oh, like the ring. It's such a cool horror tool to the point where I was just like, I really, really want to do this. The first actual series that I'm calling it is called The Lost Field Incident. The one thing that I wanted to kind of explore with this channel was what if the tapes were actually found by a person and then what would that person go through? Not only is it going to be the actual horror tape itself, but it's also going to be the story of the person who found those tapes in the first mm, place. And is this live action? It is going to be like part live action and then part also the like- the Animated tapes? Horror. Yeah. I hope to get it all done by the end of next year. How many episodes? The Lost Fuel Incident is gonna have three episodes, I believe. Three episodes within the next 12 months? Hopefully. Okay, so it's about the same as your YouTube, average YouTube upload rate. Basically, yeah, actually. <laughs> that's pretty accurate. Do you think that you will do YouTube and Twitch until the day you die? Yeah. If there are still people that watch me when I'm like 80, yeah. then I'll still do content when I'm 80. All right, you got five seconds to shout out or promote anything you want directly into there. 
Go! If you want content that I that is actually being made by me, and that will actually be uploaded on a regular basis, then um, look at my Twitch. Make sure that you are subscribed to Anthony Padilla because this has been the most... Yeah, you. Me? That's right, you. Oh. Because this has been one of the most well-produced actual interviews that I've ever oh, been on. Oh, shit! And I've only been on a couple. But this oh. definitely sets the bar. And that bar mm. is very tall, let me tell you. It's a very when, high When he goes bar. like this, it's not just a bar. It's a ceiling height bar. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. I spent a day with Ranboo, one of the most gentle and warm people I've ever spoken to. Among so many obvious takeaways from today, Ranboo really helped me realize how tempting it is to view yourself through the lens of how others perceive you and how tough it is to detach yourself from that. And I feel like we could all learn something from Rambu's constant desire to grow and become more in tune with his own mental health. So, dating. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, podcast listeners, this message is specifically for you, so open up your ear holes real wide because I just wanted to say how much we appreciate all the comments and feedback that you guys are giving on the show, the ratings that you guys are leaving on Apple and just, just how much excitement I feel from all of you about this series. So we'd really love to learn more about you and what you're into and use that to make more creative choices about the show and the types of sponsors that we cover. And in order to do that, we'd really appreciate if you could take just a couple minutes to fill out a quick survey. So I'll go ahead and leave a link down in the description of this episode, or you can visit bit.ly slash Padilla feedback. And if you don't know how to spell Padilla by now, that's bit.ly slash P-A-D-I-L-L-A feedback. Thank you all so much.